You're listening to the Movie Bong podcast. If you like talking about movies, why not join our Facebook group? Simply search Movie Bong Collective on Facebook today. You fucking dick. Into your into your thing. Talking to or sing. What? Talking to working on the coal mine. You have a good coal mine. Working with the mm. ow. You gotta. Sorry. Uh, that was that's, that's good, Mike. I liked it. It's a song about working in the coal mine. Oh, is it? By uh, Devo. Are we not men? We we are Devo. Is that what it does? sorry well we are here with episode 10 10 we've made it episode 10 10 Uh, so there's 10 of these bad boys to catch up on today we're doing a home invasion special holy shit yeah I know we live in a flat so we are impervious to the home invasion as we do not own a home well no it's still a home I suppose it is a home (laughs) I was thinking of like a house. This is how much respect you have for where you live. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a home. It's a place where we make a podcast. We do. We do make a podcast in our flat because we're poor. Um, Anyway, uh, what what we... Now, home invasion movies. We've watched a few this week. Um, We started... I think there's a couple uh, that I would like to... pair to each other which are a good place to start both european home invasion movies both uh kind of considered classics and those are high tension also known as switchblade romance and them which i I believe is roughly translated into ills yeah like ils yeah i've always seen that film around and just you know when you feel really stupid, you want to see a film and you really feel really stupid because you don't really, if it's a foreign film, you don't really know what to call it. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. And you just feel really ignorant and white. <laughs> Good. I get that a lot. Um, yeah, yeah, so those two films, um, I haven't seen either. Both, both got a lot of uh, merit, both really good. Um, I probably liked uh, them if I had to choose out of the two um i like that the most yeah no i think it's a better film um but yeah uh, switchblade romance or high tension or whatever it's fucking called that was a weird one it was um well for me it was one that was always recommended up alongside martyrs it as in like it was you know uh overtly violent and Right. Just gory and horrible. Well, Martyrs is one of my favourite horror films, and I think it's one of the best horror films ever made. I still haven't seen it. I will watch yeah. it. I've been saving it. I know. It's it's one of my favourite horror films. Um, but, uh, yeah, Switchblade, um, Tension, Romance, High, Romance, Blade, Tension, Face, uh, 
wasn't as good as Martyrs, and it wasn't as good as them. But um, it was solid, and uh, it was a sort of home invasion, proper violent horror slasher home invasion kind of thing. Um, it was high on tension. <laughs> I guess that's why they named it that. Um, what did you think? No, I, I thought it was good. Uh, the the only thing for me, uh, and I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's there's a bit towards the end which I, which doesn't work for me, um, and that's where I think them like far is is far superior than uh, high tension in in that it, it it keeps its premise going throughout the movie. I think it's scariest at its end. Them. Yes, and it, um, you're right. It sticks to a sort of simple premise, and it just kind of commits to it. And it's, um, it's, yeah, it's really, it's really tense. Um, great sort of chase movie throughout it as well as a home invasion. Yeah, um, and, and it's one that I think uh, rarely in a horror film like this, when the reveal happens in them, uh, it actually gets scarier and it, it, it becomes more real and it becomes weirder and yes. creepier. Yeah. And, it, and normally in horror films, the reveal, you suddenly go, oh, right there, this, it, it suddenly makes sense. You know, it's sort of, you, you, lose, the, you lose the Lovecraftian elements yeah. of the, the, the mystery. Well, it's an odd um, thing, home invasion um, as a genre, and sort of, usually home invasion is horror, but um, we have been sort of trying to discover um, non-horror home invasions. And I mean, probably... The most famous home invasion film is a non-horror. It's a family comedy. It's Home Alone. You know yes. what I mean? When when you think about it, that's the ho- like home invasion movie. Well, you recommended The Burbs, and we ended up watching that as well. Because that, that, that's quite a clever case for being a, a home invasion movie, not one that you would you would think of immediately. Exactly. Well, yeah, f- trying to find something within the home invasion genre that wasn't really intense and bloody <laughs> and horrible and pretty harsh to sit through um much like the film we watched uh <laughs> last night which we will talk about soon yes um, <clears throat> yes, yes 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 but uh with the burbs it's a home invasion movie right it is because the whole film is building up to um a home invasion of the Klopex house. I feel like this is your diehard yeah. um, <laughs> soapbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, the, Burbs, the Burbs is a family comedy. It is a social satire, a satire on suburban life in America at that time. But it's a home invasion movie. The whole film is building up to them invading Klopex home. The Klopex already sort of invaded their home when they moved into you know, the, the neighborhood. Yeah. And it's just a fantastic film. It's really well directed. It still holds up that film. And a lot of things you were talking about that film, um, as a comedy, if you compare it to comedies these days, um, the way it's made, it's just drawn out a lot more. It's, it's, it's just, it's, it's welcoming you into a neighborhood and then it kind of goes wrong. It, it definitely harks back to a time where, where comedies could be, uh, just, they were sort of like nice, big, lovable romps. They didn't need to be gag every minute. Not, not to say that comedies these days are, yeah. but they pretend to be with like their 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 overuse of improv and yeah. and and fart gags. Whereas this was sort of it was more like the comedy is in is in the love and the passion of the project. Like I don't know, it, there's something that is lovely, beautiful, and very heartwarming about it at its mm. core. 
but it's also a little bit dark and it is it is home invasion horror totally <laughs> totally is totally is uh what else did we watch we watched breaking in which was sort of like a i was about to say under the radar hit but i don't think it was necessarily i think it did very well uh in the cinema i think it came out last year maybe the year before um and it seemed to do quite well. I saw a lot of promo about, right. um, and I put off watching it for a while because I heard it was shit. And I watched it and I thought it was adequate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel a bit harsh calling it shit, but it was serviceable as a home invasion horror film. Uh, yeah, totally. It had your home invasion. Uh, it just, I don't know. And it was quite interesting. Um, the characters, the villains weren't particularly interesting. And uh, no. in fact, none of the characters were particularly interesting. But um, I like the relationship between the, the mother, the main character and her kids. And I thought they were a very uh, believable family unit that was quite fun to watch on screen. Yeah, I will agree with that. She's good. Gabriel Onion. Gabriel Union. Yeah, Gab- now Gabriel. I had, I wasn't really aware of this person as an actress, but then you'd mentioned a few things that she was in and I was suddenly like, oh, her. Um, she's brilliant. Yeah, she was in. I think she's most known probably for Bring It On, or <laughs> as one of the cheerleaders yeah, in one of the Bring It On films. But or, she smashes um, it as the lead of this uh, thriller. And she she's uh, plays Martin Lawrence's sister in Bad Boys Two. Um, nice bit of trivia. Yeah, Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Watch. Sorry, um, but yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a serviceable uh, home invasion thriller, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was, it, yes, that's our review. <laughs> yeah. Serviceable. Let's move on to the final movie that we watched in uh, research for this episode, uh, which was, uh, was quite a, quite a, uh, well, I mean, what, what would you call it, Mike? Uh, I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> Are we talking about the one we watched last night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. After yeah, a yeah. few beers. Yeah, yeah. But, oh, yeah, let's have fun. Let's go watch this movie. Let's go watch Funny Games. Which is uh, probably the daddy of home invasion movies. I yes, would say. the and daddy it, of home invasion movies. It's that's a, fair. Or mommy, whatever. Uh, yeah, the, the gender non-specific yeah, yeah. parent of the home invasion uh, film genre. Thanks, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> um, great. Yeah. So it's a film that I've always sort of, as long as I can remember, I've kind of wanted to watch, and I don't know why I'd never watched it. Um, and it was a big one. Whenever you went into shops, whenever you went into like the, the 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 DVD record store I used to work in many moons ago, you'd have like World Cinema section would always have a copy of Funny Games. Yeah, and yeah. it always looked so appealing and so weird. And it was always spoken about how it was ahead of its time in filmmaking. And um, it's just a really interesting film and uh, really really dark and scary and tense well we accidentally watched the original we we meant to watch the most recent version because there are two versions of this film which are genuinely a shot for shot remake of each other which is strange um but we accidentally watched the original (laughs) and i originally felt dirty about that i wanted to watch the original but then i thought well if it is a shot for shot remake it doesn't really matter Mm. and um, wouldn't mind seeing a bit of Tim Roth, a bit of Naomi Watts. Uh, but but we watched kids. the original anyway, so it didn't... Well, yeah, we... <laughs> through, a, yeah, through a series of drunken misadventures uh, trying to get the film, we uh, ended up watching the original anyway. Um, 
we were going to watch the uh, the remake, but like, I don't know if our brains could handle it really. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe in a maybe in a little while. Um, but it's a fantastic film. What really struck me about Funny Games was how timeless it was. It didn't feel um, like it had aged at all. Like um, it, it, it just felt like it, it hadn't lost its relevance. And, and I feel like if that was released again tomorrow, if they did another shot-for-shot shot remake <laughs> yeah, they with, could. Yeah. with like Aaron Paul <laughs> as one of the... Uh, yeah, the, yeah. the the assailants then i i think it would work and i think it would have just as much punch like it it's something very timeless about it yeah i mean it's quite slightly fast paced at the beginning and then it really slows down when 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 bad stuff starts happening well as a um, as a as a film student i was always like i've been aware of this movie for for a decade but like yeah, I, I just haven't have, yeah. sat down to watch it because my um my knowledge of this film going in was that it was a film that purposefully broke rules, like whether that be with narrative, plot, character, um, it purposefully broke those rules and at times almost seem, it, it, it seems to have done it to like annoy its audience yeah. um, or at least test its audience. And so I went in with that prior knowledge. Now, I would imagine that film would be very different if I would have gone in without that knowledge. I don't think I would have enjoyed the film if I hadn't gone in knowing that I was about to see something that was going to break a few rules and push yeah. a few buttons. Right. Um, yeah, well, it, you're right. It's just still genuinely impressive. And uh, the performances from all the um, the actors in it as well were fantastic. Um and I've, I've noticed a lot of them from other world cinema, foreign movies yeah, I've watched. Yeah, yeah, um, But, yeah, it was really intense. <laughs> but it didn't show... I know it was a sort of uh, comment on film violence and, and the way we, we view movies and uh, horror movies. Uh, but, like, you didn't see that much violence. It was always slightly, like, off screen or, like... No, it reminded me of like a recent film, You Were Never Really There or You Were Never Really Here with Joaquin Phoenix, which, yes. which purposefully like, uh, it shows you the consequence of violence, not the violence itself. That's a good shout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that film's really good as well. Um, S similar, I mean, there are a lot of films, where I, I would imagine like Funny Games has, has inspired a lot of different filmmakers to create all sorts of different works. Uh, but the films that it reminded me of most were like... Uh, that came out recently was the house that Jack built, which I haven't seen. No, but it, seen. ah, one of my favourite films of last year. I really want to see it. Or this year, I can't remember which. <laughs> it technically was because it came out around January and December. Um, well, they'd be quite similar directors, aren't they? Mm. Um, I would say. Uh, well, I should see more of. Uh, see, I don't even want to say his name because I'll get it wrong. Michael. Haneke. Haneke? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I really, we should watch The Hidden and we should watch some more of uh, his movies. And, and that's why this has been a really good sort of, because um, Home Invasion was an odd one to pick, I guess. I don't know. Um, but it was. It, it's an interesting one, but we've watched some really great films this week. Like yeah. I, uh, and I, I think I'd recommend pretty much all of them on this list. I think they're all like uh, enjoyable films. Um, but Funny Games in particular, like it's a real quintessential film. It, there's nothing else like it. It's very different. Um, 
Oh, that was what I was going to say. It's a lot like, uh, it reminded me of The Killing of a Sacred Deer that we both like. Yes, yes. Um, uh, particularly, well, it, it, the whole, there was a connection, I think, with all of Yargos's work, um, like Dogtooth and loads of stuff. Lanthmas, who did The Favourite. Yes, yes. Um, and he, there was just so many little bits that you could connect to other work that you love and um, see where that weirdness has come from. And it was just, yeah, it's totally awesome. I loved it. Cool. Well, let's get on to our pitches, shall we? And The Burbs is a home invasion horror movie, okay? All right, mate. If, if Don't Breathe is, that's a really good one as well. The listeners can't see, but Mike does have a gun to my head. I, I do. I've invaded his home. I've invaded their home. And, uh, I, 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 yeah, I, I don't know what I'm going to do now, actually. I didn't think this through. Call the police. Let's do it. <coughs> What's your pitch? Right. My pitch. Okay. So we're doing home invasion. Yes, we um, are. What, both of us? After this podcast? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, don't tell the police. Uh, so, yeah, uh, home invasion. Your home, your sanctuary is being invaded. But I'm talking not home invasion. I'm talking mobile home invasion. Right, you've done it. You you done a twist. Uh, yes, I've done a twist. You've you've it's played on the on the premise. Yes, yes, but it's a mobile home. I see or, what you've done. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, but in America, an RV. Right. Yeah, you know what they're called. They're called like an yeah, RV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like that movie uh, with Robin Williams called RV. Yes, I'm, I'm familiar with the movie yeah, RV. Yeah, yeah. I know what an RV is. Okay. So, get ready for Movie Bong Pictures Presents Harvey in the RV. Or Harvey's RV. I mean, either will work. Right. <laughs> I'm, okay? very, I'm very confused. <laughs> Harvey just... in the RV. This sounds like a, like a National Lampoon's sort of uh, vacation well... holiday... I mean, these are just working titles. We can change stuff. All right. This yeah. Is just, no, know. no, I'm not. I'm trying. Um, to, I'm trying not to judge. I'm not judging. So think like '90s sort of straight to video or short cinema release. Um, you know the kind of actors who have made it big in the odd huge action movie, and then have sort of gone on to do sort of more, uh, you know, shitter stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Can you? Can you? Can you feel the vibe? Yeah, no, I can. I can totally. I'll set the scene, right? So it's uh, America, no, California, zoom in. Um, Our lead character is uh, Harvey Milch, right? Uh, (laughs) Played by Gary Boosie. You're familiar with who Gary Boosie is? Yeah, I was about to say... Is he dead? I know he's not dead, no, but no, he's sort but of his dead. career is. Yeah, and he's quite quite mad. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. This is like back. So imagine this is like back in the the nineties. Gary Boosie. Oh, this, okay, right. Yeah, so it's nineties yeah. so Boosie. Is, yeah. So none of this is. All now. right, back like, on board. Yeah, back yeah, on board. So get back on board. These aren't like this fucking <laughs> this fucking creepy old. Well, he is a bit. Well, yeah, he's like mid nineties Boosie. You know his 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 good days of Point Break and whatnot uh behind him you know you know he's he's doing more uh, straight to video fare but this is a, a big thriller 
Um, right. So uh, Harvey works in like an uh, RV dealership, right? A big RV dealership, right? Val home dealership, right? Okay. <laughs> it's going under, right? Since the sudden death of his uh, of his dad, the owner of the RV um, dealership, Big Harve, um, played by um, <laughs> an old. I don't know if you know who Mickey Rooney is. Do you know? Who yes, Mickey yeah, is? of course yeah, I do. Yeah, He's yeah, in yeah. The Simpsons, mate. Of course, of course you do. Yeah, I forgot about The Simpsons. Um, yeah, so Mickey Rooney was dad. He's in flashbacks. Um, anyway, so he's dead. Uh, his mum can't cope with the business. His mum is played by one of the Golden Girls. Possibly B. Arthur. Oh, yeah, obviously B. Arthur, mate. Yeah, right? Babs, she's called. Babs melts. Sort <laughs> of dead people in this movie already. <laughs> All right, well, this is a night. I'm taking you back to, to you know, some time. Um, right, so they can't cope with the business. Um Harvey, Boosie, Harvey himself is um, a bit of an oddball. He's a bit of a... Oh, really? Gary Boosie is playing an oddball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, outside of the box for this one. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) uh, he's married to uh, the receptionist um, of the RV dealership. She's horrible. Um, Who's she played by? Do you know the actress Fran Dresser? <laughs> Are you, have you just asked a drag queen if if she knows of who Fran Drescher know. is? Of course, yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, <clears throat> yeah. I've got her in my list. Here. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, there's lots of people you'll know on this. <laughs> um, yeah. So Fran. Um, anyway, where were we? Oh yeah. So the business gets bought over by this big, famous, rich. Businessman, um, big Randy Rockman, <laughs> played by Apollo Creed, Carl Weathers. Right? Yeah. Imagine him in a suit or mostly going, I'm Randy, I'm big Randy, and these are my RVs. And he takes over and calls it like uh, Randy's RVs or, <laughs> or Randy RVs. Um, anyway, so, uh, it, yeah, so his mum's got sort of taken a, a turn for the worse. She's got a bit ill. Um, Harvey, she's given the company to this rich guy, business bastard, um, and on the condition that she keeps Harvey working there, right? Or he keeps Harvey working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he fires Harvey because he's a bit odd and he wants all his new people and he wants, you know, he wants to take over the company and turn it into this big RV amazing place, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So then... Um, At any point in this film, is there a home invasion? Wait for it. This is all the setup. <laughs> Remember, the mo- they're selling mobile homes here, right? right. So I'm setting it up, right? So, <laughs> so anyway, um, basically, uh, Randy uh, has to go, like, take... He fires, he fires Harvey, but he finds Harvey's uh, plans for this huge RV, like super-duper, massive, like better-than-people's-home RV, right? Yeah. To make. So he steals the plans, makes this RV, and then goes on this big publicity drive uh, across America in this big RV with his family, uh-huh. Randy, right? Yeah. He's fired Gary Boosie, right? Right. Gary Boosie's angry. Yes. His mom's ill. Yes. Before they went away, he tur- he turned up to the office and, and, and Randy 
was parking as well. Was what? Randy was um, sleeping with his wife as well. Oh, right. Um, oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's all gone wrong, right? Oh. Yeah. Poor so Gary. Then, but these guys married. So he, Carl, Carl Weathers and his family, they go off uh, in this RV, right? But Harvey obviously knows the RV <laughs> like the back of his hand because he designed it. Yeah. So Harvey stows away in the high, in the in the RV. There's not much to know though. You know, you say you, he knows the RV like the back of his oh, hand. Oh, you don't know this RV. Okay. This RV is like a mansion RV. But, it's got like a fucking basement. It's like a huge house on wheels. But like you know, you know, like there are like minimum. Like, you know how like, roads are only so wide and, like, look, you can only be so tall to, like, fit under bridges and just yeah, drive yeah. anywhere. Look, look, we'll cross that bridge. And, like, we'll get, go under that bridge when we come to it. Given that this mode of transport, like, the whole idea is that it's meant to be transportable, I would imagine, like, a four-storey high and two-storey wide yeah. vehicle would be... Yeah, yeah. It's all like it's all like nonsensical. The, 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 yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the open roads of America. There's no fucking bridges. You ever seen a bridge? No, in but there is a road, and the road is only so wide. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, they're driving. It's a huge, big fuck off thing. Harvey stowed away in there. It basically He's got his have, shotgun. Like it'd have to be dead long. If you want to make this work, yeah, it'd have okay, to be like it's a, fucking long. Like a bendy bus. Yeah, there's several wings to the bus. Um, he's got a shotgun. He's hiding out. He's doing all these little things around the the mobile home, and like this family is having a terrible time because he's like he's like fucking with everything, and and you know, and they they think it's someone there. Oh. So so basically, you're pitching mobile home alone. No, because he's stowed away. He's not, I mean, like you can't really compare Boosie and. Uh, <laughs> Well, you can. Um, but uh, Maybe this is like a continuation of the character of Kevin. Maybe Gary Boosie is Kevin. Maybe, maybe. And now he's using well, those skills. Anyway, right. <laughs> to but, take down someone who banged his missus. <laughs> Sounds so, like Macaulay. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so uh, he chloroforms his missus, takes him onto the bus. He's got her hidden. He um, Then the family start liking Gary Boosie, right? And they start realizing that Big Randy's a prick, and then the family like like Boosie. Well, so how do they? So like, there's a stowaway in. Oh yeah, the... he, he starts fucking with them, and then he reveals himself with a shotgun and says, "I'm kidnapping you all. Um, you got to drive to this big RV show." But, but they learn to love him. They learn to love him because their dad's a prick. But then, then he finds out that uh, the you know the wife and family find out that the Carl Weathers was an obed and. Uh, uh, <laughs> And he's, uh, he, yeah, they're on the they're on an IV, and so they get rid of Carl Weathers uh, and Fran Dresser. They get fucked off, and then, um, you know, and, and Gary and the family are sort of like, they become a sort of unit, uh, they become friends. They team up with a, um, a gang of lesbian Hells Angels played by Rosie O'Donnell and Pam Greer. Um, but that's wow. a sort of subplot. And, and then, and then <laughs> More of them, can they have their own spin off? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the wife uh, sort of. You know, gets a crush on uh, on on uh, you know one of them, and then there's a whole bit of a love story, and then she becomes uh, you know happy, and Carl Weathers is fucked off. Um, but anyway, so that... it becomes a lesbian biker movie. Well, no, that's just a subplot. There's some characters to help out at, at one point. Um, but... <laughs> so they're happy now, right? But no, because the the kid 
uh, like opens the freezer and finds out and finds the dead body of B. Arthur. And Harvey, oh, no. she was never ill. Harvey fucking killed her. Oh, you need to warn me. Harvey killed her, right? If you're going to drop the dead body of <laughs> B. Arthur, Mike, you're going to have to warn me. Harvey killed her, right? I'm not ready for this. <laughs> because she killed his dad when she found out she he was having an affair with Fran Dresser. Before Fran Dresser whoa, whoa. ever had an affair with Randy. So... <laughs> Don't need to shout. You've got right, a microphone. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Sorry, I just get quite excited. Um, and yeah, so then Carl, Re- Carl Weathers catches up with them. He sort of gets in a fight with Gary Boosie in the bus. Um, both go over the... Oh, Fran Dress is in there as well. Um, he takes her down, but then as the, bu- the RV is going over, the mobile home where they're living in is going over, he, the rest of the family get out. And then he, like, kicks Carl Weathers out and he says, you know, you've got a family, you could fix this, you stop being a prick or whatever. And then the bus, or the home, goes over and then they, like, die. And then... Lovely. But then... (laughs) But then Carl Weathers' wife uh, and family go off with um, the lesbian bikers. Cool. Um, I mean, there's a lot there. Yeah. I like... I like... I like... I like it. I like it. <laughs> but I mean, I don't want to say there's not much home invasion because, like, the crux of the film, it's all in the house, and a lot of it is, you know, them not knowing where um, where Harvey is, and he's, he's he's going for all these secret passages and secret little psh, 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 within the RV. Why right? would why would an RV have secret passages? Because it does. Because it's the ultimate RV that Gary Boosie has made. But like, if. Like normally for vehicles like that, the the the, the optional add-ons are things like air conditioning and window wipers. They're not, you know. It's, oh, I'll have a secret passageway. This has got passageways. It's got like a fucking basement. It's got like a sauna room. It's got like secret meeting rooms. It's massive. A secret meeting room. Yes. A secret meeting room on an RV. <laughs> yes. Is that? Would that be high on your list of priorities if you went and bought an RV? Oh, sorry, mate. Does it have a secret meeting room? Well, yes. yes. I, need, I, need, I need to be able to conduct my secret meetings if away was, from the wife while yeah, she's driving. Yeah, if I was Gary Boosie trying to plot the downfall of a family in a mobile home. Yeah, but I'm saying like that wouldn't be like a normal occurrence. Like it's very rare for Gary Boosie to be in even in that situation. I, d- I think like even if it's Gary Boosie, but no, I mean, you know, for anyone, I think you're just, underestimating how weird Gary Boosie is. I think that's a very niche need. You know, secret passageways. I don't think they're going to get asked that a lot. When you're dealing with Gary Boosie, you have to be prepared for anything. Right? Yeah, but... Harvey's in the RV. Harvey's RV. Harvey in the... He's hiding in the RV! Like, I'm not doubting it's a great name, Mike. Thanks. I'm not doubting that at all. Thank you. I'm I'm doubting that an RV would have secret passageways. It's a movie, Red. You know, we've got... We can... We can... We can expand on our ideas. That's the beauty of cinema. We can build on our dreams. As long as Gary Boosie's there, you know, with a shotgun in an <coughs> RV. Who would you get to direct this? Oh, that is a toughie. I'm going to go for Gary Boosie. <laughs> you think this is, is a project that he directs and stars in? I think it is. Do you think he's got the chops for it? Yeah. He wrote it with Carl Weathers and me. <laughs> it, it feels almost, um, well, I suppose towards the end it goes a bit dark, but uh, the setup felt very John Hughesy. Yeah, but I, 
yeah, well, I, I wanted to sort of throw it on its head and be a bit like that, but then have like really dark moments mm. and uh, a bit ahead of its time, a bit like funny games. <laughs> In fact, uh, call back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I, I think there's a lot of similarities between my filmmaking, mine and Garavucci's filmmaking, uh, and uh, Michael um, Heineken. Heineken. Yeah, no, you're very, you're very similar auteurs. Thanks. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what do you think? No, I, no, I do like it. It's just, you know, like there wasn't. It, it's not a home invasion movie. It is because the whole crux of the movie is like in, I, you know, he's, he's they're in the house and he's like invading the home. But it's a road movie and a home invasion movie at the same time. It, it, it's a home invasion movie moving. So they're in, he's in this mobile home, went around. Having an extra passenger he, in your minivan is not a home invasion. No, because then he invades it. He, they're on, they're like, in a home, driving, it's mobile, he invades it. Driving back from a festival once, like this guy just got in with us. We don't know where he came from, but there that was, was a guy. An, that was an invasion. Our, no, but that, that's what I'm saying. Is like, I wouldn't have, I didn't get back and go, oh, I'm very traumatized after that home invasion. It's well, what, like did, just, well, what did you do with this well, guy? He just drank did you wank him off? No, we left him at a service station and called him a taxi. Why did you call him a taxi? Did he look like the, one? Because that's a decent thing to do. Oh, I, I see what you did. Yeah, but just don't pick up hitchhikers. It's weird. No, we didn't mean to. That was the whole point of the story. I'm saying, oh, like yeah, he, yeah, because he invaded your home, your car, whatever. It was a car. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's not a home invasion. Did you live in your car at the time? No. Well, okay, it wasn't a home invasion. But um, this would be a home invasion because it's a fucking mobile home. Yeah, no, and like it. It it's a mobile it, home it road is. movie. But, like, don't you think this fits much more into the genre of, like, you know, road movie, which we will definitely do, you know, like, road family vacation epic. Well, yeah, and I thought it's I that. could kind of mix a bit, but this is the home, and he's invading it. Fair so enough. what more do you fucking want? This is Boosie's passion project. Don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with Mr. Joshua. That's his character in Lethal Weapon. Okay. Are you ready for my pitch? I'm ready. Uh, I, uh, similar to you, I'm doing a twist on the home invasion genre. I'm doing a retirement home invasion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So with old people in that. Old people. Yeah, I'm, I'm familiar with them. I, I know they exist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you just know they exist. You've not met any. No, God, no. <laughs> okay, so, retirement home, secluded, classic. Of course, right. It's got to yeah. be, like, well out the way, like a little, uh, like, country house, almost like an old stately home sort of thing, out the way, um, as all horror movies. That's where, that's where they need to be set, right? Because this is this definitely got the, the thriller horror edge to it. Okay. Um, now... Right, so, we've got a cast of stone-cold killers, right? We've got a cast of, like, uh, some golden oldies from back in the day. I'm talking Jim Broadbent. Jim, yes. I'm talking Dame Diana Rigg. Shit. We've got Phil Davis. 
who's in like uh, he was in that ITV show Whitechapel, and he's on lots of like TV yeah. and stuff. Yeah, and he's in. I think he's in that forty-four inch chest, possibly with ah. with Lovejoy and Ray Winston and that. Yeah, so we got like uh, you know uh, a mix-up of like older actors, ones that we haven't seen in a while. Yeah, but proper good, solid British actors. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they're going to be in like this uh, sort of like. Uh, thriller horror situation. There's a break-in, right? There is a home invasion one night. And there's... um, The main crux of the movie is sort of like the mystery about why it's happening, what they want, who they're here for. And uh, because all of the characters are old people, they've obviously had quite, like, long and colourful lives. So each of them have different theories as to why they're being attacked, um, who they're after, and what they might want. Uh, You know, like, one of them claims that, like, Jim Broadbent was, like, a Russian spy. And that they're, you know, here to just sort of, like, kill take him out for, for, for prior war crimes, right? right? But jo- Jim Broadbent's like, I'm not a fucking Russian spy. That's like just, that's just a, that's a ridiculous lie, blah, blah, yeah. blah. Uh, you know, um, plenty of other reasons why they think there might be there. Dame Diana Rigg has a lot of like old jewellery, a lot of very expensive jewellery. Of course she does. She thinks they might be coming after her possessions. However, right. the truth eventually outs. It turns out that the assailants are therefore the newest um, patient at the retirement home who basically used to be a cult leader. Well, who was this? The cult leader was who ran the... I hadn't decided who played him. I I, I don't think I've decided what actor should play him yet. I think he would be quite an interesting role. I think anyone could do this well, guy. Well, from seeing, yeah, from seeing Mandy, you know that Ken Barlow's son can do a backup <laughs> job. Well, I think I think uh, Ken Barlow should play this guy. William Rose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? Um, and these assailants are basically his followers uh, that are here to um, fulfil some ancient prophecy. So. This is almost an old... This is like an old Mandy so far. <laughs> yeah, well, it sort of crosses into f- a folk horror, actually. Is Nicolas Cage in this? Why not? Can he be in this? Can he play... Can all the old men be all... Can he, like, go like with old man makeup and be one of the old men? <laughs> yeah, or he could be, like, a warden. Yeah. All right, sorry, carry on. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the assailants are here to fulfill an ancient prophecy. There's basically like, uh, there's loads of old text from this guy's cult that, you know, like sort of ties in with uh, with what they're doing. You know, like there'll be stuff about, um, oh, you must go to uh, the tomb of the elders and they'll be like, oh, well, that means retirement home. Lots of, you know, right. silly, silly bollocks right. like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh. Um, so they're like fulfilling a prophecy by like murdering these old people. Um, but eventually the old people escape they, they, they escape the assailants and this mad cult leader uh, because Jim Broadbent really was a Russian spy and he's still got a gun. Yes, of course he does. Good old Jim always comes through, just so, like he did for Bridget Jones. So they get out. I think maybe Phil Davis might die on the way. Cause of course he does. He's Phil Davis. He's not as big a name as the others. But of course. Diana Rigg and Jim Broadbent, they make it. They make it to the sea. Right. Oh, Probably, I don't know. Oh, what, what would they do in the sea? Have a paddle. What, like, <laughs> but then the fucking cult come back after them, and they could probably paddle as well. 
Maybe it just has like the same ending as Funny Games. Spoilers. And, uh, you gonna drop a spoiler? No, no, I'm not like you, mate. I'm respectful of my audience. What? Is he still talking about that moon spoiler? <laughs> it was a horrific spoiler. It's a fucking moon. Anyway, it does I don't want to, it's from years ago. Who cares? Like, if you if you haven't seen that film, it's one I mean, of the best I mean, like modern sci-fi films. If you haven't seen that film. You listen to this podcast. If you do, do want, want to watch Moon, don't listen to episode nine of our podcast because oh, no, no, Mike drops an awful spoiler. Who cares? Right. And where were we? The cult and Jim Broadbent. Oh, I've, I've finished. I'm, I'm done. Oh, I thought there was a whole bit in the film where they're all swimming. Nah. <laughs> you get to the scene, it's fine, isn't it? Uh, right. So they've ran off. And yeah, it's finished. The film's oh, ended. Well, if he's a fucking... The, the, a submarine should come out and like get him at the end. Oh Jim well, we like, can't you know. we can't steal the finale of. Uh, in fact, I can't mention because that would be a spoiler. I'll just say it. I, you know, I Hail Caesar. Him. Yeah, it's not that great. It's it is. It more, is good. Nah, it's one of the lackluster Cohen movies. That's just not true. It totally is. It's not. It is. We should do a Cohen Brothers movie. Actually, no, we can't. That's we they're can't too disparate. Do right. a Cohen Brothers movie. Right. We, yeah. Yeah, we could do our own Fargo. Loads of different versions of that been done anyway. Yeah, we could do like our own series of Fargo. Yeah. Well, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get ahead of ourselves here. No. But if you have a suggestion about what you would like us to do on this show, tweet us, Facebook us, or join the Movie Bong Collective on Facebook, which I think, well, I said Facebook twice. Yes. But uh, do it, do it twice. And make sure tonight you lock your doors and your windows because we may well be invading your home. Was I not meant to say that? Well, I mean, we're about to go and see Avengers Endgame, like right now for a midnight showing. We are. We could could nip by all of your houses on the way home. Yes, because we'll be pumped after that three-hour superhero epic. Totally. At 4 p.m. on the window, I'm just going to be banging on your window going, Iron Man dies. Do you mean 4 a.m.? Yeah, I do. How how long is this film? (laughs) Oh, fuck. I always used to say uh, they called it Infinity War because it goes on forever. Nice. We should probably go now. Bye. Go home. See you next week.